Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's the greatest time of the year in sports. NFL, college football, MLB, NBA, and NHL. What else can a sports fan ask for? All the action you want is every day at one place and one place only. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on all this incredible action at BetOnline.ag. That's BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the site of Super Bowl 54 in Miami, this is Dan Patrick. Final hour on this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. You know, we don't have to tell this audience to clap. They're clapping the entire three hours. I have to tell them to stop clapping. They love this show so much. But we do love our studio audience here, and you can be part of it, Dan in uh, is it Dan in MIA.com, if you'd like to be part of the studio audience there. Uh, we're gearing up here. Uh, slathering on uh, lo- suntan lotion. We're going fishing today. You guys know this? Everybody but Fritzy's going. We're all going. McLovin, that means you too. We're going fishing. I know. I can't wait. Everyone's like, what, you want to go fishing? Like, why makes you think that, that I don't have a fishing background? Besides the obvious. <laughs> <It looks> like, <laughs> you don't have a fishing background. No, I grew up fishing off the beach. But I had, like, I was more like the straight line. I never fly fish or any of that fancy stuff. All right. Deep sea fishing's easy, though, right? Yeah, but you usually let somebody do all the work for you. Exactly. And then you just kind of sit there and then wait for some action. Do you yes. know what we're going after? I have no. I'm, I don't know. I'm going after big game. Like a sailfish and something like that. Sharks. Whales. Yes, Paul. If, if one of us gets into one of those, um, you know, like two-hour <laughs> reel-in things with a mako yeah. or something like that, you can't tap out. we got to have a rule. Like, you can't hand it over to, to Cliff. The, the, the tour master who's got guns like this. Mm. You you got to stay with the yeah, fish. Yeah, yeah, Steve. I have us fishing for king mackerel and sailfish, but anything is possible. I like when they go fish on. You, well, you guys haven't experienced Oh, is that what they yeah, say? Like, like, fish, fish on! Fish on! No, that's when everybody has to bring in their, uh, their lunch. Oh, really? So, start, yeah, so you don't get caught up where the fish is going through everybody's lunch there. Mm. So when you hear fish on... And I and I'm bringing in a big one. Then I, you guys got to get your poles out of the water. <laughs> that's what she said. At what point do we say oh, we need God. a bigger boat? Yeah, we need a bigger boat. We'll be out at some that point. Too. We're gonna have all the corny lines there. By the way, this program brought to you by Golden Road Brewing. If you haven't tried it, what are you waiting for? Available in all 50 states. California-inspired Golden Road Brewing, fresh craft beer since 2011. Wolf Pup Session IPA and also the Mango Cart. Very, very good. Very tasty on tap. Um, the Lakers have canceled, well, I should say postponed tonight's game with uh, the Clippers. They need more time because this isn't a 30-second remembrance of Kobe Bryant. There's th- This is a lot more than that, and I certainly applaud the Lakers and the NBA to be able to do this and with the cooperation of the Clippers. That Let's put it off until Friday and uh, a game with the Portland Trailblazers. So 
They'll remember Kobe Bryant. Richard Sherman had a comment last night. They, they call it opening night. It used to be uh, media night. And uh, Richard Sherman, as most of the players did last night, had a story about Kobe because, you know, this is their Michael Jordan. They, they, this is their, that age demographic there, this is their Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant was that person to them. Here's Richard Sherman talking about his Mamba moment. I guess the biggest mom's mentality moment of my career was getting up from a torn Achilles and walking off the field. I saw him do it. You know, I saw him make two free throws and, and walk off with a torn Achilles. And once I tore mine, I knew I had to walk off. You know, I knew, I knew, like, like he was there before, we're different animals, but same beast. Like, we, we got a lot, we built up a lot of the same stuff, and I, I had to be able to walk that off. McLevin, you got a poll question here? I know we were Philip Rivers heavy. Okay, I have a question about our next two guests. Okay. Would you rather be a superstar Hall of Fame running back who gets to score all these touchdowns or the best defensive back to ever play the game? So you get the glory of being a running back. So I'd rather be Jerome Bettis or Deion Sanders. I didn't want to say those specific guys. They're both Hall of Famers. Both Hall of Famers. But would you rather be a defensive guy or a star running back? I would rather be a Hall of Fame defensive back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's Jerome Bettis right over He's there. He's not going over well. Oh, next I guest. thought Dion was the next guest. My ah, bad. Yes, it Jerome. Uh, yes, Paul. I'm going opposite because Jerome was a focal point, carried the ball, and in tight games, they he would take the ball and close the game almost like a closer. Dion could be avoided, and, and there, I'm sure there's games that were frustrating for Dion where they wouldn't throw the ball his way, and he felt like, you know, the, I want some action in this game. The bus always got the ball. Yeah, but he always got hit, too. Dion oh. didn't didn't get hurt. Guys like Bus and I like getting hit. Yes, Paul. Or yes, Tom. Now, primetime, that's, you know, that's glitzy. There's nothing scary about primetime. There's primetime TV shows and a lot of things that are primetime. But the thought of getting run over by the bus. Nobody wants to get run over by a bus. You don't. Definitely not. Well, let's bring him on. Our following guest is remembered for winning Super Bowl 40 as a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers and losing a race to me before Super Bowl 43. He was a member of the 1990 Notre Dame team that could have won a national title, but somebody got called for clipping on Rocket Ishmael's return. Sorry about that. Although many view him as a Hall of Fame football player, I view him as a failed professional bowler. Please welcome the lovely and talented Jerome Meadows. <laughs> Oh, unbelievable! Oh, what what happened there? I would, I don't know. How how y'all doing? Hi, Bussy. Unbelievable! How you doing? How you doing? And this is what you call a friend. (laughs) I hate to see my enemies. I tell you what. No, that's that's how friends treat friends. They give them a little bit of grief. True. I think the last time I had you on, I promised I'd never bring up that foot race again. Trust me, the foot race. I, I, I feel so I mean, I felt bad for you. No. You were 36 at the time. The key is I had on four dress shoes, the whole deal. Oh, my God. This guy had on running shoes, the whole deal. He had warmed up before. He was ready to go. I'm 20, and I'm 20 I gave him a head start. Hold on. I gave him a head start. Okay. Okay. I didn't know how fast he was already. You know, he had some athleticism. Okay, I give you that. But we wasn't side by side running. He had a he had a head start. He ended up keeping his head start almost. I, I cut into it a little bit. Okay, wait. Well, Do you bit. think anyway. Tony Dungy is a liar? Well, no, no. It's just a yes or no. Listen, he didn't see the angle, the full angle. He wasn't at the finish line. He was at the start of the race. You remember? Tony, they were all at the start of the race. Tony, 
does not lie, right? <laughs> Tony Dungy does not lie. Now, I'm not going to say that. He, I'm sure he's told, told in a fib. <laughs> I'm sure. If he's telling a fib, it <laughs> For the right reasons. Okay. But it's great to see. It's great to see if you. We right. ran now. <laughs> <laughs> what was your 40? My 40? Uh, at what point? <laughs> because when I was drafted, fastest. my fastest, I was... I weighed two fifty two and I ran a four five two. Okay, that's good. That was pretty fast. Yeah, that was, that's very impressive. Yeah, you caught me twenty years later. No, I caught you at you were thirty. You just retired. I was beat up though. Isn't you know? that the reason why you retired? Is because I beat you? In a, in a, like, <laughs> no, you beat me after I retired yeah. and after I had shut it down and I had you know won a Super Bowl in my hometown and. All that came with that, and had a lot of fun, and wasn't training, and okay. I was I was hurting a little bit too physically. And my mentally. body, my body was beat. No, and not mentally. mentally. Physically, my body was beat up, which is why I'm here. So you remember that? Okay. What did you have? Thirty four hundred carries. Ah, uh, yeah, a little over over three thousand. Yeah. Um, is there one that still hurts? One carry? Yeah. Uh no, like, I'm you, not gonna let you. No, no, I, 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 no. I'm just curious because you, okay. you gave it more than you I got it. it. Only, the only, only carry I love to have back was the fumble against Indianapolis. Uh, if I, if there was one carry I could have back, and the only reason I want that carry back is because now every time I go anywhere, <laughs> I, I'm in the airport. Hey, <laughs> hey man, I remember that. I'm like, are you serious? My whole career. You remember that moment, I, I fumbled. And it's like, that's the only carry anybody, they remember that I was a Hall of Fame running back, but they can't remember any carries except the one that I fumbled. You had, to be exact, 3,479 carries. And people remember that one. One carry. What yeah. happened on that play? It's real simple. I tried to get skinny, which is the first problem. Right. Explain, explain <laughs> well, how you get, get skinny. getting skinny is really kind of turning sideways, sideways in the hole, right? Okay. And so I, the hole was there. I tried to get skinny, and the linebacker came right across. And I, as I had the ball here, he came right across because I usually you go here. Yeah. I turn here, exposing the ball, and he had a perfect shot, hit me. The ball bounced up in the air, and luckily Ben saved the day for me. But it, it could have been a, uh, you know, I hate to say, you know, another guy's name, but a Bill Buckner type moment um, because yes. had he had a, we lost that game, that would have been the end of my career. And that's that's definitely all, all everything everybody would talk about. You would even be talking about that. You know here. what? I might be a little more sensitive to it if you fumbled and you guys didn't get to the Super Bowl. You, you, you might. Yeah, be. I you would. Might, you yeah, might. Because yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah, I've been around. You know, You're the, not that terrible. No, I'm not. I'm close, but not. Yeah. No, I, I would have been sensitive to that. <laughs> you know, we start to look at running backs, though, Jerome, and it's kind of hard to figure out what is great now because it's a different label to what is, is great. Like Derrick Henry, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, that's what the NFL was. And we brought back old school a little bit with the Titans, but I don't know, will we see a, a – is that the new thing possibly, that the running back is going to be that big physical back, or is there just only one Derrick Henry? I think what you're going to see is teams figuring out what they have at quarterback. 
And I think what you have at quarterback is going to determine what you need at running back. If you've got a really outstanding quarterback, i.e. Patrick Mahomes, then, no, you're not going to invest in that running back because the odds of you running, you know, 40 times a game is very slim, right? So you're going to, you're going to put, uh, make the investment in the receivers around your quarterback. If you don't have that superstar quarterback, then now you have to think about how are we going to be successful uh, in the NFL because it's not impossible, and I think the Tennessee Titans proved that in this day and age, you can still run the football and win football games. So I just think the quarterback position determines because if Tennessee had a really good quarterback, Henry wouldn't have had the opportunity to run the football. The only only reason he ran the football so much this year was because the quarterback situation deteriorated to the point where they said, we're going to give you 30 carries because we're not sure if we want to throw the football 30 times. And they saw they had a star and, and Henry, and they said, okay, we're going to keep it going. But then comes the decision at quarterback. Now, if you go out and try to go get a, 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 a you know, expensive quarterback, or if you keep Tannehill, then you want to keep your running back. If you go out and try to trade for a star quarterback, then I think you're going to let the running back go. But if the Titans would bring in Tom Brady, are you keeping Derrick Henry? Yes. Okay. Because, one, you want to help Tom. You don't want Tom not to throw the ball 40 times, yes. right? But you know when he does throw, he's going to be an accurate passer, make the right decision. Uh, and you may be able to prolong his career maybe a year or two because you're going to give the bulk of the work to the running back. I know that you told me this story. I hope you didn't tell it to me in confidence. But if you did, it's no longer in confidence. Um, <laughs> you told me about the Super Bowl, Ben Roethlisberger's first Super Bowl, and mm -hmm. how the moment, you get ready for the moment, but the moment was too big for him. Like you guys, the veterans, were kind of calming him down in the huddle. What do you remember about that? Well, it was it was one of those he wanted to win the game. You know what I mean? And it's not that's not uh, uncommon. You, we saw what happened in Baltimore. Same situation. You had a, a quarterback who was having an MVP year, and he wanted to win the game. And I, and there were some times in, in that Baltimore Ravens playoff game where the quarterback probably should have given the ball to the running back, but instead. He wanted to keep it because he wanted to have a bigger impact in the game. That's that's normal for a young quarterback. And here, but you got young quarterbacks young, in this Super Bowl. Like that moment. But 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 these guys are. I mean, Ben was a second year I mean, quarterback. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, in Baltimore, obviously, you got a second year quarterback. So, as you get older, you realize that the moment is not as big. And, and, and to Ben's credit, he settled down in that game. But, you know, during you, the game, but it did was you like, talk to him? Uh, but, well, it, it, was, it wasn't so much me talking to him as much as he was allowing the game to, to happen. You know what I mean? When you, when, you, when you go out there and things aren't going your way, you have to kind of, you know, reassess everything. And, and we had a, a veteran team, you know yeah. what I mean? So everybody was on, got on the same page, and, and we were fine. Yeah, it's just, you know, that moment where guys throw up before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Did you? No, I didn't. It, it was in my hometown. I was excited. This is a big moment. But you got to remember, too, I was the I was the um, the wrapping paper, so to speak, because I wasn't doing the, the, the heavy lifting. 
running the football, and I, obviously I wasn't the quarterback. So I was the the wrapping paper that you tear off and you and you get to the good stuff. <laughs> I was, once the game started, you tear me off, and I was the end of that. <laughs> when when Myron Cope, the legendary broadcaster, first called you the boss, what did you think of that nickname? So so the story they they heard me be called the bus. We went up to Wisconsin and one of the coaches at Wisconsin was at Notre Dame and his brother was tied in on, on my team. And long story short, I'm in the lobby and he says, Hey Bussy the one of the coaches, my former coach in Notre Dame, he and then Bill Hillgrove and Myron Cope heard him say it. And in that next preseason game we were playing in Wisconsin against Green Bay, he said, hey, he kind of looks like a boss. That's how we were talking. <laughs> God, boss. And the rest is history. What was your nickname before then? Um, well, when I was at Notre Dame, I had two nicknames. I had I had the bus, but I also had Big Daddy. Big as a truck, quick as a caddy. That's why they call him Big Daddy. <laughs> that sounds like something Dion would say. <laughs> no, it was the offensive line, the legendary offensive lineman, Joe Moore, who was who had coached all those guys at Pitt and then was at Notre Dame. He, he came up with that, that little deal. He called that's me good. big as a truck, quick as a caddy. That's why they call him Big Daddy. Dion's downstairs in the green room watching. Did he ever tackle you? Uh, he, made, he made some really good business decisions. <laughs> but but, but I, I'll tell you this. And, he, and, that's, and that's his term. He came up with that term. Uh, but but he, what he would do, he was, but he was so good, he was so fast that he would wait for me to go by him, and he would just tackle me from behind, which was – which is the best way to do it. Well, there's speed, and then there's there's world. Like Tyreek right. Hill, you look at him and you go, he's faster than than everybody. Yes, right. And Dion had that. He had that kind of speed where he was just faster than everybody. Well, else. he told he always tells the story about when he was trying to tackle Bo, and he was a freshman, I think, at Florida State, <laughs> and he said uh, Bo Jackson baptized him. He did that hand on the forehead. Like, and he, healed, he healed Dion. <laughs> You're healed, son. Now go to the ground. You had surgery, right? Yeah. Spine surgery. And uh, Nuvasive is the, the company that you're working with. Yeah. Uh, explain what happened and, and uh, how they've helped you kind of come back. So, so after I retired, we talked about it. I mean, I was starting to get really beat up. And I think that was partially why you you stayed with me in that run that we had. Um, because I was, I was in pain. And, and dealing with some issues, and, and and it got progressively worse. I started to play golf, and I thought that I was okay, but I really wasn't. And, and then having kids, playing with the kids, my quality of life started to deteriorate really quickly. So I started to do some research because I knew I needed a fusion for my back, and, and I started, I found the right surgery, which was called the X-Lift surgery, and then I needed to find the right surgeon. I found the right surgeon, a uh, doctor by the name of Dr. Uribe, he was world-class. And I had the surgery, and the benefit of it was that it was non-invasive. So they went in through my love handles on the side, which, you know, I got some love handles. Uh, <laughs> they went in through the love handles and and did everything, and not, no big scars on the back. But for me, the big benefit was the recovery time. Instead of eight months, it was three months, and... I got my life back and and very very thankful and and for anybody who wants to kind of hear the story on my journey it's um online you can go to nuvasive.com/the bus and uh and read about it
But it, is it just spine surgery? That, it was just it was just it no, was but my is that fusion. What, is that what yeah, they, L4, they, L5. That's what they deal with, or yes. they have other. No, that's what they deal with. Yeah, they surgery. deal with they deal with spine surgery. Busty, yeah. it's always great to see you. Thank you. I love man. your laugh and uh, your good sport about all of this. <laughs> and I would I think I would beat you racing right now. I'm healthy. I'm back. I think I said I think. Let <laughs> <laughs> me set it up though. Give me some time to train. You know that. I've had six knee operations and a replacement knee. So even how recently have you, have you had that? I had the replacement a year ago, but I had had five surgeries. Be, you know, when we raced, <laughs> I had already had five knee surgeries. <laughs> and you stay with me, close, relatively. I gave you the head start, though. Hold on, let me ask you: Did I give you a head start? You gave me. I'm a five, question. I did, did I give you a head start? Can I answer? Can you? Can, yes or no? You, I don't need to. Did I give you a head start? Yes or no? Yes. That's you it. gave That's me a say. yes. You gave I me gave you a head start. Okay. Period. Can I, I can turn off your mic and then I can complete this story. You gave me a five-yard head start, and, right? You gave me a five-yard head start. And we want to go at thirty-five yards. No, no, we went fifty. And Tony Dungy and Bob, the legendary Bob Costas, <laughs> journalist, they they both said you actually increased your lead on Bob, no, no. and they felt bad for no, you. No, they were saying being nice to you. No. They were being nice to you. Cause, because you what would you rather do? Not fumble against the Colts or have beaten me in a race? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I can't answer that one. I can't answer that one. <laughs> uh, I love you. Thank you, Busty. Jerome Bettis, the bus. Uh, Deion Sanders joining us next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. I will bring in uh, Deion Sanders as... uh Jerome Bettis serving as the warm-up back. Jerome's such a great guy. I've known him so long, and he's got that big smile, and he's just, he's fun. Great laugh. Yeah, he is. Good sport. And I, I do love bringing up beating him in a foot race. I do. I, I, I act like I don't, but I, I love it. And I have nothing to lose with a situation like that. And I felt bad for him because when I did beat him, I... I, I thought it was like I, I, I heard him. I heard his feelings a little bit there. But you know what? Then we then we raced Deion Sanders, and he smoked. Deion ran backwards and smoked this last year. Yes, Paul. I, I saw Deion Sanders walking up the stairs. Prime is here. Okay. The way he's dressed, it's, it's prime time. All right, well, let me do the uh, formal introduction. Uh, if you don't know how great our next guest is, he'll be more than happy to tell you. If you don't like watching NFL players celebrate, you can probably blame him because the whole generation of athletes wanted to be just like him. He ran faster backwards than most people run forwards. 
And his outfit today is probably worth more than all of the Danette's wardrobes combined. Please welcome Prime Time Deion Sanders. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, Prime looking good. Looking clean. Prime is here. Yes, I am. Not Dion. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're I know. Right. It's good to see you again. Good to see you. As always. Um, I didn't realize you got primetime from a basketball game. Basketball. I dropped like 36 that night. How good were you? I had a couple dunks back to back, and my homie said, you know what, man? You prime time. I said, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I was all state. Had offers. My, my football coach later told me he hit all my basketball offers. But do you think, obviously football, you're a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. But if you just dedicated one to one sport, if you did baseball and just did that, do you think you would have been a Hall of Famer? Well, Hall of Fame is skewed now. I don't even, even know what Hall of Fame is. How can Barry Barnes not be a Hall of Fame? I, I don't. How can Roger Clemens not be a Hall of Fame? But before all the accusations... I think Barry Bonds had three MVPs before you even start accusing him of anything. How can he not be a Durham Hall of Famer? Well, I, I can look at Bonds and say he accomplished enough. I, I can't say that with Roger Clemens. Because okay. Clemens went to Toronto. The Red Sox gave up on him. True. Hey, Roger Clemens was still Roger Clemens. I, I faced Roger Clemens. Still Roger Clemens. And then when it comes to football, what is a Durham Hall of Famer? What is a Hall of Famer now? Is it a guy who played a long time? It, what, it, it's so skewed now. I don't know what's what. Once upon a time, a Hall of Famer was somebody who changed the darn game, who who made you want to provoke you to reach in your pocket and pay for admission to go see that guy play. Forget the rest of the team. You wanted to see that guy. That's not a Hall of Fame anymore. Everybody, Tom, Dick, and Harry, you're a Hall of Famer. You're a Hall of Famer. You're a Hall of Famer. And you let everybody in this thing now. It's not, it's not exclusive anymore. And I don't like it. Okay, what would be your definition, though? Someone who changed the game had a profound take and a profound influence on the game. Randy Moss, Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Like, like, you don't have to think about that. Barry Sanders. You don't have to think about it. Eli Manning. You got the part of the thought. <laughs> I love me some Eli. If you have to think, then not a Hall of Famer? If you have to think, it shouldn't be. You shouldn't. How many they how many they allow in every year? Not this year, because this, this year is like everybody come on in. Everybody come on in. Normally it's what, seven or five eight? or six? Yeah. Yeah. Why does it have to be? It should be based on are you that guy? Were you that guy? Not just because we gotta meet a quota. Is Richard Sherman a Hall of Famer? Yes. A little pause? To me, yeah. Because it's not complete. I hate saying okay. guys are not complete. Okay. I mean, guys that uh, with a, without a, a, a doubt, like Tom Brady, that he don't have to be complete. He, he's that guy. And I start to wonder this, and maybe it's not fair asking you this, but you brought up the topic. It's And I always say, if I say your name, and then you have that reaction. Right. That's all. Right. And there are guys like Philip Rivers, I don't have that reaction that he's a Hall of Famer. Well, I, I don't like really talking about those guys that have played, or that are still playing right now. Okay. That, that's is kinda, Zach Thomas a Hall of Famer? I got to ponder the thought. Okay. Because if I got to think about, okay, isn't there another guy that just just as good, that, that paid more little dividends than that? that that's not right. Yeah. I, I hate to be the, the Hall of Fame uh, effect or whatever that is, uh, but 
I, I was happy and enthused, but it's going all over the place now, man. Uh, how do we how do we pick out a defensive back in your opinion and say he's a Hall of Famer? Someone had a profound impact on the game that really shut down the game that that you were afraid to deal with. You know there were going to be consequences. Ed Reed, those type of guys. Darrell Revis. Yes, those type of guys. But running back, it seems like it's hard to. Frank Gore, Hall of Famer. Who? Frank Gore. Yes, but I would have to say longevity. Okay. Longevity. Yeah, and at that position, what yeah. he's done. Yeah, Frank Gore is, oh, my God, yes. The but fact see, some guys you say, I'm going to preface it because I'm thinking about, well, this other guy got in. Like, when you say Eli, I can say, well, this quarterback got in. Why not Eli? Like, I could fight for him. Or then I say, well, how did that other guy get in? I don't want to be the guy that said, how did that guy get in? I don't want to be the gatekeeper. And say, no, dog. Yeah. You know, how, how did you get in here? I don't want to be that guy. Who was the quarterback that maybe figured you out a little bit better than Ain't you? nobody figured me out. <laughs> Anybody make you nervous? It was a great quarterback. Like, you, I played in an era, man. My era was different because not only did we have the great quarterback, he had a great receiver. Now, when you played against Joe Montana, you had to deal with Jerry, yeah. not only the best receiver, but they had a darn quarterback. When you dealt with Troy Aikman, you had to deal with Mike Irvin. This guy had a, you know, the same thing in Buffalo. What what they had with Reed. I mean, everybody. Yes, everybody had a a really good quarterback, and that constituted man. Shoot, you get one step, the quarter, the ball is going to be there. It's literally not like that right now. That. That Batman don't have a rocket, and that's tough for those guys. Well, you got Mahomes, who feels like there's something special to him, but yeah. he's also got a great play caller in Andy Reid. He's got Kelsey, and he's got Tyreek Hill. Yeah, but that's not – you're saying he would be that without them. Like, Mahomes is the kind of kid that would be great without all of that. Maybe not as great, but he would be great. And we keep, we got to go back and forth on who's really calling the plays because we we got to or Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, we got to give the man his credit. That's Absolutely. why he's not going to get a darn job because we always saying this other guy calling the plays. But every time I look at the game, he's calling the plays. Why didn't he? Did he get interviewed? Yeah, he got interviewed. Oh, okay. once, I, I believe. And I don't. Does he not have enough experience at that position? How? Yet? How can you not have enough experience? No, as it, an offensive it, coordinator. I think it, it's not just experience. I think it's the timing of it in. Uh, the likability. Do they want you to be the face as the head coach of that franchise? Yeah. Yeah. You were going to – did you really want to coach Florida State? Yes. I'm going to be the head coach of college football next year. Where? Somewhere. I'm that definite. I'm that, I'm that assured that I am. Why did Florida State not work out? Several reasons. It, it got interesting. It was interesting. I got time. I got. I, I said that earlier. I said that earlier. I got time. Yeah. Um, it was another school as well that we went past second interview. And uh, this is a desire. This is something that is my calling. I'm going to coach college football. Head coach, not coach. Head coach. Do you have a deal in place right now? 
No, I'm not going to say that. But I'm going to be a coach. But do you know where? No. Okay. But you're open to going I in? I could. Nowhere, but I am. But I'm open. I'm open. It has, it has to fit me. I have to fit them. They have to understand I, I, I come with some some stuff. I come with not luggage, but I come with I, I want to win. I want to do it a certain way. What if the you called? Would you? You know what? It's so funny because I saw that when I was watching you on television. My son is the phenomenal quarterback. My my youngest son. You know, he has a plethora of offers. We're going to visit the U Saturday. But would you coach the U? You never know. If you could. Why not? Are you a package deal with your son? No. I've never been a package deal with anybody. <laughs> been a heck of a package. <laughs> I've been a heck of a package. And I had some heck of a deal, but never not together. So I'm, I'm intrigued with, uh, with this as a head coach. Yeah, I am. What kind of offense are you going to run? Uh, wide open. Wide open offense with versatile versatility. Uh, get the ball in the hands of the playmakers. That's my philosophy. But uh, not just RPOs with everything you see in college. I mean, you got to understand the personnel you have and run offense based on what you have at hand. Do you want to coach in cold weather? <laughs> I want to coach, period. Okay. Yeah. I want to coach, period. I don't think you own socks, do you? Excuse me? You don't own socks. Do yes, you? I do. You do? Yeah. I'm just not wearing it today because they're not fashionable. I'm in Miami. Oh. That doesn't look good. That's not a good look. Oh, Paulie. That, that's not a good look. I'm not a good look. Prime time, but, but I'm saying, just, with the footies, it's just not a good look. <laughs> Take off the darn footies, and they're white. Like, stuff, white. Them, stuff them down. I know. I know. I want this to make you look better. Thank you. You did a you great did job. You did it. Uh, what do you think of uh, this shirt here? You look good, though. Uh, it's well, different. It, you got to take the black jacket off the back of your chair, though. It's, it's not good. It's not good. It contrasts you. Like you're undecided on what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Got it off there? Yeah. There we go. A little bit more. Damn it. There you go. Now I've been looking now. Now it's better. Now it's better. Now, now it's better. Yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah. I like that. What's your big question going into this game on uh, Sunday? My big question going into this game is, are both quarterbacks going to be who they're supposed to be? Every, you figure Mahomes is going to be Mahomes. So your really question is, is Garoppolo going to be the guy if he has to be the guy instead of handing the ball off? I think he could. I think he has the intangibles to be the guy. They have several receivers and a tight end out of this darn world. This is one of the most evenly matched Super Bowls we've seen in quite some time. I'm really excited for this game. I cannot wait to see how it unfolds. Do you make a prediction? Not yet. But you will? No. I don't care who wins. I like good football. Yeah. I just want good football. That's when people say, who you're rooting for? I said, I just want a great game. I want, I want a good football game. I want everybody to be who they're supposed to be. I want Kelsey to be who he's supposed to be. He will. Kittle is going to be who he's supposed to be. Both quarterbacks, I need them to be who they're supposed to be, both defenses. I know Tyron Matthew is going to be that guy. Richard Sherman is going to be that guy. I cannot wait to see how it unfolds. Now it goes down to the coordinators. Who's going to fold? Like... What I'm trying to say is, 
in the game, in the playoffs with Baltimore, you know, versus Tennessee, why are, why can't we get a first down? And we failed on fourth fourth downs? Yeah. And you're running a play that you had to run all year? I have never seen Lamar Jackson take the snap and try to run off tackle. Where did that play come from? Run the stuff that has gotten you here. That's when you see somebody fold under pressure. And I don't think these coordinators are going to fold under pressure. Holly took off his stunt. Yeah. That looked better. Hey, you know what? I'm so proud of you. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> I'm so darn proud of you. Yeah. Now, what did you do with your footies? I, I, I got rid of them. There you go. I got rid of all my socks. Did you say so, Brian? You're a good man. Of your 53 interceptions. I had that many? Yeah. Okay. Did you, did you ever get a quarterback to sign a football? I would never do that. I I would never do that, and I would never take my jerseys off and give it to another man after the game. I don't I don't condone that. I just played a, a game against you, and I wanted to just dominate you. Now we're going to exchange jerseys. I don't, I don't understand it. On the field, after the game. By the way, you can see uh, Prime after uh, the Super Bowl 54 broadcast on NFL Game Day uh, Prime. And uh, you can also ask about Hall of Fame hair, RestoreHair.com. You see it? I'm comeback player of the year. With your hair? Yeah. Your hairline is back. It is. I'm trying to get Rich Eisen to come on in. I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get him to come on in, but I don't I don't know if he wants to make the I, – I, I think he's worried about you guys. Like, what are you going to say? No, you look good. I can help you. Paulie? Because you – yeah. I can – I will already help you in one way. I can help you. Deion's makeover. Yeah. So you can help Paulie with uh, his hair? Yeah, because he has it. You, you know how hard it is to get black hair back? No. It's very tough. You guys can get it back in a heartbeat. I mean, it's tough. Where do you find black hair? You know, but you take it off the sides, and they plant it in the top, and it grows. That's the formula. That's what happens. Hair good. never stops growing on the sides of your head. God plays that funny trick on us. Like, why do you just right there, you want to play that game with us? I can help you. Or also, you'll see the guy who's got a full beard, and then he's bald. And then he's bald. Like, or you see the guy who got a back full of hair. Why do I need <laughs> hair on my back and my shoulders? <laughs> Restorehair.com. Yes. And you can look just like Deion Sanders. Yeah, with the same smile. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't get that. Uh, it's great to see you, Brian. Thank you, man. Thank you. You guys oh, are awesome. Great to see him. Thank you. Hey, the, the, the grills. Yes. Always plug the grills. The Traeger grills. Let me tell you something, man. They're a blessing to the, the Sanders home. Thank you, guys. When, when we sent that to you, and then you got that, then you had a big party as soon as oh, you yeah, did. <laughs> I really did. And we really use it. Oh, it's, yeah. and we got Chad. We brought Chad in uh, to make lunch for us uh, this yeah. week. So uh, he's prime time. You can see him after the game on uh, NFL Network. We're back after this. We'll close up shop in the Dan Patrick Show after this. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. Hey, it's Paulie Paps from the Dan Patrick Show. We've got an awesome podcast to tell you about today. It's the big podcast 
with Shaq. Of course, it's big. Tune in every week as Shaq and his crew cover sports, entertainment, and a lot more with Shaq. That's the only way the diesel does it. The show is full of laughs and amazing stories. Stay tuned to the end of this episode from a great clip from the big podcast with Shaq. Then be sure to subscribe on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast listening apps so you don't miss an episode. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Oh, it's always fun when uh, primetime comes in. It, I was telling the Danettes, can you imagine if primetime and Michael, uh, you know, playmaker Michael Irvin, and they got together? I would just sit there and, and watch. It'd be like a tennis match that they just volleyed back and forth. You know, I thought Dion sang that he guaranteed he was going to be a coach in college next year. And I wonder if he would be a package deal with his son. Now, I don't know if it's a small score or not, but he did uh, try to coach his alma mater. All right, uh, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow, we're going fishing here. And uh, hopefully there will be no uh, no issues, no accidents. Todd's not going, so that helps. What's that supposed to be? Well, no, I worry about you. I, I want you to be comfortable. And, you know, it, there are certain things that you're not comfortable with on a boat, and I get that. I appreciate you. That's too. all. I'm yeah, just yeah. trying to look out for it. Do you feel bad that Dion didn't try to help you with your outfit or your hair? I was shocked that he came like up. He, I, he, he came up to he went right by you. I don't know what that was about. I thought for sure I was an easy target with the hair thing. But I guess I'm a lost cause. If there's nothing left, what can you really implant at the top of that thing? Uh, Saquon Barkley tomorrow, Barry Sanders, Gardner Minshew, uh, Carson Palmer, who loaned us his Heisman Trophy. He's going to stop by. I hope he doesn't want it back. We uh, left it in the man cave there. Loaned or gave? Well, remember when Darius Rucker loaned one of his Grammys, and then the people from the Grammys saw it, and then they demanded that Darius get it back? Like, how dare you give it to those schlubs there? So I had to send it overnight back to Darius, that Grammy from Hootie and the Blowfish. Yes, Paul? Uh, I got a little sports history if you need it. Uh, Dusty Baker's the new manager of the Houston Astros. This day in sports history, I Dusty just, Baker. Yes, I just saw that. Dusty Baker. I thought Buck Showalter was going to get that, but Dusty Baker, go in, media-friendly, probably uh, be able to help move on from uh, their cheating. Yes, Don? How fast can he dust off the reputation okay. of the Okay, all right, all right. You're, you're, no, you're better than that. Not that much better. Yeah. Are you doing stand-up comedy down here? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. I, I got my publicist, uh, Brendan, the French guy, pushing for it. So what if I said you had to either be on the boat with us or do stand-up comedy? I'd probably be on the boat. Okay. <laughs> God, I don't know why. You I got it. I up there at some point. You got it. You got it. The, my, the nerves and the confidence is stronger than the enjoyment of doing it. If, I, if I get Adam Sandler to help you write some jokes. Oh, that would be a nice thing to do. Okay. Get what, would you... Sandler just said no. Um, <laughs> that thing. Yeah. All right. I, I, just, I would totally sit down with the Sandman and work as a material. That okay. would definitely inspire me to get him to it. He's just going to give you stuff, and then he's going to send it to you. I don't think you're going to sit down with him. Okay, I, hang, I thought we were going to go out to dinner. No. Like I was going to go no. with his palatial estate and sleep no. over in the house. No. no. Yes, he. If you had um, one of the most famous comedians in the world uh, write jokes for me, too, I would go do it. <laughs> 
He wanted to do that for me a few years ago. He said, you know, Danny, you should try this. And I go, I don't know. He goes, no, no, we'll write. I'll get uh, get spade together and we'll write uh, material for you. You have a great sense of humor. I'm surprised you haven't done that before. Thank you, Tom. College, none of those? No, no, no. Yes, Paul. If Warren Buffett helped me in the stock market, sure, I'd invest. (laughs) Would you invest with Warren Buffett if he did? Yeah. Todd, what did you learn today? Deion Sanders' primetime's nickname actually came from his early basketball greatness. McLovin, what did you learn? Deion's going to be a head football coach. Yeah, he guaranteed it. Seton O'Connor. Yeah, college recruiting just got a lot more interesting next year. Paulie Esther. Michael Wilbon had a great story about Kobe. After a big game, he'd go, I, how would your boy then tonight? night? And his boy Michael do. Uh, Fritzy, what did I learn on today's program? You learned Deion thinks way too many NFL players are being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I was surprised at that. What we learned brought to you by Traeger, their Wi-Fi technology. You can watch the game, not the grill. Wi-Fi lets you control your grill directly from your phone, meaning you don't need to call a timeout or check the ribs. You uh, can adjust the grill temperature on your phone by your Traeger at TraegerGrills.com slash DP show. Yeah, we sent one to Deion Sanders, and he immediately had a family picnic, and he uh, loves the Traeger product. Thanks for joining us, our great studio audience as well. We'll talk to you tomorrow. As promised, here's a clip from the big podcast with Shaq. Shaq threw down a $1,000 prize for the person who could provide the best Hassan Whiteside diss track. It's unbelievable. It happened at the very, very end of the last week's show. The next one came in uh, from Mo uh, at our hey, Gmail. Mo. I thought Mo uh, crushed this one. Okay. So. Ooh. Sex fake, get them, then I got them. Don't do it for the money, but it's about to get ugly. You out your league, buddy. You lame as Chris Humphrey throwing rocks at the sun. You more like Chris Dudley. Now disrespect the fact, you serving like a nation. You hating on the greatest, let's see if you couldn't take it. McCullum can't help him, and Damon can't save him. And before you got to Portland, we was already trailblazing. It's your Gatorade fight, check this spin hell raising. Doc and nurse at your game, need resuscitation. Swear you make seven foot look worthless. Talking like a joker, you ain't even nervous, nah, but you a joke, and you be doing nervous, ain't the one to joke with beef, don't make us nervous, Hassan Whiteside, hops on the white side, your barbecue chicken, diet coke plus the two sides, day one, right, cause you only double back when the job not done, get a room for these guys, ain't no room for these guys, at the bottom of the barrel, talking about a top five, the most dominant, be honest, who more prominent, Kareem Wilton building his prime, ain't Stopping him. Ooh. If I'm lying, I'm blind. I ain't left the ground like a washed up center door for the rebound. Pat ain't one two rounds. Spoke made you leave town. Now you ain't in no track. You a damn clown. Look, I can't lie. You got a trash ass game, but I'm not surprised you got ass in your name. Shut it down. Damn. Damn. No more submissions. Damn. Oh, Damn. Oh, Shut it down. Get his information. I got to send him a check. Five hour energy helps you get through your crazy on the go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.